1: This past week I had Ryan Mairi, the offensive coordinator at Central College who had the number one offense in all of the NCAA in 2021 and we talked about an acronym which he uses in his offensive unit culture called FREAK and what that stood for. Being focused, resilient, energy and effort, knowledgeable, and selfless. It reminded me of a podcast we had a few years back with Tim Sauer, the head football coach at Jessup in Iowa, where he talked about his acronym FREAK and how it stood for all the behaviors that they wanted from their program and he defined those on and off the field. I thought he did a great job of defining things in terms of behaviors, which if you've listened to this podcast and joined me with Brian Kite, we talked about how behaviors are a big part of forming your culture. It's about the beliefs that create the behaviors that accomplish the objectives that you're trying to do in your program. So I thought this would be a good one to put back up since it's been a while, and, and I know we've had a lot of new listeners join us in the last couple of years. So enjoy this one with Tim Sauer. We talk about his acronym for his program, FREAK. On this installment of Your Call, I have the head football coach of Jessup Community School in Jessup, Iowa, Tim Sauer joining us to talk about what he uses to create the climate of his culture, and he uses something with the acronym FREAK. Coach, thanks for taking the time to share this idea with us. Thanks for having me on. So, Coach, give us an overview of exactly what uh, you've done here to create uh, this acronym of FREAK.
0: You know, I, I think as coaches, we all have great ideas but we, what we try to do to motivate our players and not only try to teach them the right things throughout the week and perform on Friday nights, but also try to be kind of that guiding force, not only in school, uh, in the weight room, in the football field, but also in life. Um, so a couple of things about this here, uh, the FREAK acronym, it's, uh, it stands for FLUFF, uh, none of it. So being straight to the point, being respectful, enthusiastic, always count on me and keep swinging.
1: What I like, coach, is you've identified really the the behaviors that you want to go along with this. And when we talk about culture, you know, I do think a lot of people do, and, and for lack of better terms, I'm going to use yours. They do mistake it for some of that fluff stuff. They they love to put the the mottos and and the acronyms or whatever it might be on their T-shirts or paint it on their weight room walls, but they they don't do a good job identifying what are the behaviors that really go along with this to make it work. And I think, uh, what's, what's great about this and we'll share your, your chart in our show notes is, is you've essentially identified the behaviors that you want for each of these aspects of freak in the different areas where, uh, your players are, are going to be involved. So in the weight room, on the field, in school and in life, um, before we go into some of those, how did you guys come up with these? What was the process for putting all of this together?
0: You know, it just, I, I live on Twitter in my free time and I'm just always looking for ways that, you know, we, we say, Hey, this is how you're supposed to act here. This is how you're supposed to act there. And, you know, I love, there's tons of great, you know, literature out there. There's tons of great YouTube videos, motivational, and it's just kind of been stuff that, you know like you said before there's other schools hey we want to be this we want to be that and there's a lot of kind of how i try to live my own life throughout here and it's just kind of been writing in a notebook here putting it on my phone there and kind of looking for the right template to show um show our athletes and show our kids hey this is what Jessup football is going to become
1: coach if you could take us through these and looking at all of them take us through the expectations or the behaviors that you're looking for in these different areas?
0: Okay, sounds good. So we're looking at, um, we'll start with F, there's fluff. You know, um, You know, too often in life, you know, it's, it's not our purpose as educators or coaches to try to prepare the kids and say, hey, you're going to live a cruel life. But we need to be straightforward and straight to the point because sometimes we, f- we feel better when we fluff stuff and we say, hey, that's not what we want, but maybe this, this, and this. No, we got to get straight to the point. So in the weight room, you want to warm up with a purpose and you want to be able, as a teammate, as a student, hey, you're not, you're not getting the proper depth. Hey, you want to make sure you're doing the right technique um, on the field. Uh, make a play, move on to the next. Don't need to look at the crowd. Don't need to trash talk. You don't need to do some of these types of celebrations that you see um, some of these professional athletes doing. Uh, one of my favorite things on here with the fluff as you see, you know, you see on Sundays, you see on Saturdays, you see guys wearing all the armbands and everything. It is our goal to have a uniform look, kind of like a stormtrooper. Um, so that's one way that you see it on the field uh, in school. You know, the biggest thing is, too often do we uh, do we get too involved in saying, "Hey, athlete athletics come first and school comes second. No, these kids are here to learn. They're here to uh, to compete in school as well. So. We tell these kids we want to make sure they compete in class and they turn on their assignments in, on time and complete to the best of the ability. And then, um, and then life, tell the truth, treat your body right, and be the best version of yourself. Don't try to be someone you're not, but um, the only way we're going to get through this successfully is if we can be the best version of you.
1: Coach, the next area you've identified is respectful. The R in freak is respectful. Talk to us about the things that show that they're respectful.
0: You know, a lot of what you will see across the board here is um, from in the weight room, on the field, in the school and life is um, watching, watching what you say, no swearing, taunting, no name calling, addressing adults. You know, I think as, as I get older at the ripe age of 28, you know, you see more and more it, um, kind of culture is people, you don't know, say coach, you don't say mister, you don't say sir, you know, growing up with kind of a little bit of my background it's uh, that's how I grew up. And I still to this day, I call my uh, the people I work with by Mr. Coach and Sir. And because it's a huge sign of respect instead of calling by their first name or um, not giving any type of to that. Um, other things that you see, you see on the field. I tell the kids we need to tuck our jerseys in. I, I tuck my shirt in every single day because I don't want to look sloppy. I got to model the behavior that I want to see. Uh, on the field, you want to respect your opponents and respect the game, okay? The game's been here longer than any of us, and it will continue, hopefully be here past any of us as well. In school, one of our biggest things is you got to be proud of where you're from, where your school colors, where, where I'm at Jessup, where Jessup clothes. That's a huge thing for me. I went to a smaller school in Iowa, and people around campus were always wearing the bigger team schools, and as someone who played at that University, it always was super frustrating to me. So be prideful of where you're at. Um, picking up after yourself in the school, you see a piece of trash, pick it up. And uh, in life, uh, one of my favorite things that I like to do is if I ever see a cart in the parking lot, I always put it away, even if it's not mine. You want to kind of have that curb your cart mentality. You'd be upset if there's a cart left out and it ended up dinging your car. So you see a cart, just kind of have that mindset. You'll never be. I don't see a lot of successful people that don't put their cart back in the cart corral.
1: The E is for enthusiastic. What are the expectations or the behaviors you're looking for, uh, for your guys to be enthusiastic? Enthusiastic.
0: This is one of my favorite words. If if you would talk to people from Jessup, you would say this guy maybe sometimes a little out there, but enthusiast, being enthusiastic enthusiasm is kind of his game. Um, just being able, you know, in the weight room. You want to manufacture enthusiasm. There's times where you're in your fourth or fifth round of sets for your squat, and you're tired and you're telling yourself you can't do it. You need your teammates and you need coaches being able to tell you, Hey, you got to tell others that you can do it. You got to manufacture enthusiasm on that last, that last rep when it feels like the way of the world's on your shoulders and you got to crank it up um, and complete the set on the field. Okay. High fives. Be excited. Football is still fun. I know sometimes, you know, you watch the game and it's like, wow, they don't look like they're having fun. The teams that are most disciplined and enjoying themselves out there are going to be the most successful. In school, you know, some, depending where you go to school, some kids, maybe they're, they're not enjoying school. They don't like where they're at. And the biggest thing that I try to tell the kids is greet your teachers, greet other staff members. I mean, if you just come in with your head down or you look like you're not having a great day, that's 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 tough so being able to be happy be able to at least greet your teachers i know will go a long way and in life uh live for mondays okay you know too often everyone gets excited about fridays other than you know obviously fall in the fall fridays are the best but you know mondays are awesome and if we can kind of reverse that mindset that mondays are going to be a great day because it's the start of the week and we got to carry on through that and the one that says "Great day to be a Jayhawk" and it's something I've started here at Jessup is it's always great. It's always great. You got to be so ecstatic where you're at, and no matter if the weather's bad, no matter if it's super hot in school, it's it's always great to be where you're at. And so every single after every single class, after every single game, after every single practice, we break it down by saying "Great day to be Jayhawk," and then we leave.
1: The A. And FREAK stands for always count on me. Coach, talk to us about the behaviors, the expectations that go along with always count on me.
0: You know, for uh, always count on me in the weight room, follow the program, follow the weights, trust what has been laid out there for you. Once again, it kind of goes back to uh, it's being accountable. Are you doing all your reps? Are you doing all your sets? Are you doing the weight that's prescribed for your program? So trust your program, what you're doing. You can always count on me to stand tall rule. We do not believe in having our athletes sit down in the weight room unless they are performing a certain activity. And a big part of that is if you bend over, or you sit down physically. You're going to bend over. You know, um, you're bend over or sit down mentally. And as our as our kids learn that, they see that. And if we're if I have kids that are giving up right now during a workout, how are they going to perform during um, during the game or during whatever type of test that we're doing on the field? Always count on me to know my alignment, my assignment, and my role. I know where I need to be. I know what I need to do. And more importantly, I know that I have a role on this team. Maybe it's not the starting quarterback. Maybe it's not the punt return. But this is my role, and this is how I'm going to best help out the team. In school, help being help without being asked. Too often do we see kids, hey, you need, hey, can you help me? No, be the first one to go out there and try to say, hey, can I help you, mister, or can I help you, missus? Um, I have be the rule, not the – not the exception. Okay. Too often do we have kids that say, "Well, can I kind of slide with this? Can I slide with that?" No. Be the standard. Be the rule, so I can, if, if you know, model the behavior. I expecting you need to be accountable to what I'm asking you to do. And then in life, you're going to have somebody eventually count on you for your job. You're going to have someone, a spouse, that counts on you, a child, or other people that are that are going to count on you to do what you're supposed to do. Even if you're self-employed, you have a responsibility to somebody. So that's where we get the uh, accountability of always count
1: on me. And the last one is K, and I love this one. It stands for keep swinging. Talk to us about that.
0: Keep swinging. Um, the first time I heard of this was from Matt Entz, who's the head coach at NDSU right now. He was uh, when he was a defensive line coach at UNI, and I, heard it and I really loved it. And it reminds me of kind of uh, stone um, stone cutters, um, stone hammer when it's not the first strike that destroys the rock but all the strikes after it so what we talk about is keep swinging is in the weight room you're going to fail but you want to, in order to be successful you want to fail and you want to do it often on the field it talks about being able to you know one of our things we talk about here at jessup is we want to play four quarters and yeah. we want to go from we want to be able to play about five to seven seconds as fast as we can and for however many snaps it takes an average High school game in Iowa—it's about 120 plus snaps. That's what we're shooting for. Just keep swinging, play after play after play. In school, keep swinging academically in your co-curriculars and socially. There's many times where things don't go well for you in the classroom. Any other co-curriculars other than you know not maybe not sports related? Maybe it's speech, maybe it's drama. And socially, you're going to go through ups and downs in your life. And if you're able to push through, that's exactly what we want. In life the final part of it talks about keep swinging just never quit. Okay, people people who never quit are pretty tough and there's a lot of a lot of very successful people that have come from rock bottom. And so we just keep swinging and have that mentality that goes with it.
1: Coach, I love this chart cuz on one page you you just cover so much here. Um how is this shared with your players?
0: I think the the way I've been doing it right now is I've been pulling small groups and just because if I come out and if I address the team and say, this is what we're going to do, this is what we're doing, um, I think I'm going to lose a little bit in translation. So the way I'm currently handling this, I'm pulling maybe two, one to two kids at a time and talking to them just real briefly and saying, hey, go look at this, and then this, and then pulling them, talking, what do you think, how does this look to you, and, um, you know, start, start small. Win early, win often. That's kind of my mindset that goes with that. So, eventually, um, the plan is to have it completely enrolled by the time we get to June. But just having those personal conversations with the kids, and I think that would be a lot meaningful than just handing it out and say, "This is what we're going to do and how we're going to do it."
1: Yeah, I love that. I love the the personal touch to it, and, and maybe we do that too often, where we kind of roll out that um, you know that new. Uh, thing whatever it might be Uh, our culture our ideas for the season and and it is all in the one group Um, and maybe you know you don't have that full understanding maybe there's questions guys never ask questions in groups or whatever but um, being able to explain it I think is great now how how do you you know this is the first time you're doing it how do you see this uh, really becoming woven into the the fabric of Jessup football
0: I see this as being one of the ways that are going to help us transform who we are. Um, This is, you know, I'm not something that has been designed by me and it's, it's something that I live. So it's not, it's not something that it's, it's going to feel uh, artificial. It's going to be very organic with what we're doing. So it's, when putting this together, it really made me, realize what how what and how I am how myself and being the best version of myself and how I'll continue to act around the kids and how you know they can see if I have my shirt tucked in how I'm always opening doors how I'm saying please and thank you and just keep being myself and being able to show the kids hey this is what it's going to take for us um, to have this in our program.
1: And really, this becomes a, a tool for coaching. These are the standards that you guys want to live by. These are the behaviors you want to see in your program. Uh, how does the staff get involved in this, and, and how do you, I guess, as a whole, uh, maybe point out where things are right uh, to reinforce those, or maybe um, be critical of those things that need to be changed?
0: You know, having having some input, talking to the staff, and saying that this is this is what we'd like to do, and... It, it can't be a one. It can't be a one-person thing. This has to be something that all of us totally believe in and are willing to hold the kids to a higher standard. And if we're all able to do that, then it goes from our high school program, and then it'll, it'll trickle down to our middle school program, and then it'll go from some of our teachers, and it'll go from administration, and just getting everybody on the same page and saying, "No, I think we all can agree that." This is what we believe where we need to work on, and what and these are all very, you know, measure. Most of these are very measurable things. Whether you know, hey, you tucked in your jersey or not. Hey, you don't know your assignment. You don't know uh, your alignment.
1: Coach, as you continue to develop this, do you see this potentially becoming some type of a a recognition or an award system as well?
0: Um, Eventually, this is kind of what we have now. Is is pen to paper It's kind of tier one, tier two. Could be uh, could be an award system eventually down the road. Um, one of one of the one of the things I'll tell you is there's a couple of ways to motivate kids and it's uh, T-shirts, wristbands and food. Um, so eventually maybe having something called freak of the week, being able to, you know, maybe offensive freak, defensive freak, um, but be able to reward those kids that best exemplify what being a freak means.
1: Coach, I really appreciate you sharing this idea with us. I really like how you put it into a system and made it, I think, very simple and straightforward, both for yourself, for your staff, and for your players. And I love the vision for how this can grow and really help build your program. Uh, We'll put a copy of this up on our show notes so you can get it there. And I know Coach has it pinned to his Uh, Twitter account as well that's where I first saw it coach uh, you said you live on Twitter so why don't you share your uh, Twitter handle with our audience
0: Uh, my Twitter handle is at Timothy J Sauer that's S-A-U-E-R and it's all one word
1: coach again thank you for taking the time and sharing this with us and best of luck to you and the Jayhawks in 2019
0: I appreciate being on the show thank you very much
1: Thank you again for listening to the Coach and Coordinator Podcast. If you have some unique ideas like Coach Sauer shared with us, whether that's on the field, off the field, how you build your culture, how you build your leadership, how you handle your boosters, whatever it might be that you think will help other coaches, please reach out to me and we'll get you on an episode just like this. You can reach out to me on Twitter and DM me. It's at Coach K Grabowski or email me at Keith at coachandcoordinator.com.